Welcome to Inside the Barn. I'm Sam Wovermeyer. Today I'm joined by Bubal Kartenbey, a member of the Kakistan national hockey team. As you will hear, Bubal is focused on spreading her love of the game and giving girls and women more opportunity to play in her native country. She's also a pioneer, becoming the first Kazakh woman to come play professionally in North America. And that's an inspiring story, I think, both to move around the, the world and to chase your dreams. But what inspired you to open the academy? Why did you want to give back? Um, well, you know, uh, I saw that uh, in different in different countries, like, uh, for example, in Canada, people uh, pushing the Canadian players in uh, Germany, they're pushing German players. Uh, the, my goal is to push and uh, involve more kids to the uh, like to the sport and uh, do more like athletes for Kazakhstan who can uh, play for national teams and uh, get uh, compete with different countries. How did you get into the sport? How did you find hockey? Well, uh, from my childhood, I remember that I was see myself as an athlete. I was always uh, thinking about it. And um, uh, when I was six and seven, like I was want to go for sport. It was boxing and wrestling because in Kazakhstan, this is most popular sports. And I'm uh, from really, really small village. Like uh, there's like 50 or 70 families living on this small village. It's not even town. And uh, when we moved out to the town, I was playing uh, female soccer, like uh, soccer for girls. And after that, like we moved out to the Almaty, which is... Um, well, it was capital city of Kazakhstan like five or seven years ago. Uh, and there was a sports school and I want to, want to make this school, but there uh, wasn't the female soccer team. There was female hockey team. And I was really don't know what, what it is. Like, what is this hockey? I didn't know. Like my family even didn't know. And I just went to school and they gave me skates. I was like, what it is? Like how I can wear it, where I have to go. I remember my confusing, but after like a couple months, I understand that I like this type of sport and that's how I started hockey. What was it about hockey that you really liked? Well, I was love to skate. Uh, there was like girls in team who was like a family for me because I was woke up at 5 a.m. and going to school and our ice practice was started at 7 a.m. There was school, practicing, ice time, lunch, like breakfast, everything together. And we was always with team and I was love it. It was like my big, big family. Um, that's why I think uh, the hockey is um, for everyone because you coming to the team and you part of the team and like you are always in connection you always in uh, emotions when you're playing you winning you like going to happy you lost you going to mad you know this is great 
And so I kind of take it, that's what you want to share with, with both the girls in your academy and other women that they can play sports and that they can have the same kind of family? Um, yeah, this is part of uh, what I want, but also like uh, Kazakhstan is Asian country. Uh, here is not much, we don't have that much equal and rights. Uh, that's why I'm creating the opportunity because when I started to think about hockey team and create something in capital city, uh, not all people will support me. Someone was laughing on me like, women's hockey, like, are you kidding? And I remember how I grew up, like there is not much hockey player, like 171 female hockey player for whole country. And uh, uh, to creating this academy, it was really tough. Uh, it was was tough fight for me because there's oh, like everywhere men's and they do hockey for someone do hockey for commercial, uh, someone do for hockey schools for national teams, but there's not not much uh, women who want create that big organization and run social project like my. Obviously, you knew it would be a challenge. What's been the biggest challenge to starting this program so first of all is everything about financial like we was need some budget to start uh, but the main main pr problem was uh, here is uh, in capital city in Kazakhstan there's only five ice rinks there's like 5,000 or 7,000 kids who want to play hockey, who want to uh, go to ice and do speed skating or something with something on ice, you know. And this is really like challenging to get ice time here. So is it becoming more popular? I mean, like it's uh, so in this capital city, we have KHL team, Boris. They play in this continental hockey league, and that's why it's popular. But uh, we still don't have uh, ice rinks. It's really expensive, and it's really hard to get it. Uh, and people really fighting, <laughs> fighting for that. Like it was almost war when I said that I need six hours ice time in the week. That people were surprised, like because someone just have two hours, and this is enough what they have and I was asked support like uh, of the mayor of city of the ministry culture of sport that uh, we needed you know and th then like uh, with lots of connection and with lots of talking we get it we got it yes perseverance yeah and good job doing that as the girls responded are there more and more girls wanting to join your classes and learn from you yeah when we started we started the, the first of july in 2021 we started our academy and the first month there was like 15 girls second month was like uh, 30 and more and more and more and right now we have 75 and the uh, the coolest thing is uh, in 2021, uh, I, I won in some project, government project. 
the name of the government pro project. This is a uh, hundred new faces of Kazakhstan. And I didn't expect that this project will push me to my dream, you know, uh, because uh, uh, I was the finalist of this project and I was uh, give, gave a speech in front of president and that I said that my dream is open the something like KHL, but Boris team, but uh, for female players. And after that, everything started running and going. Before it, it was really, really hard and nobody was believed. It's amazing. Were you nervous to talk like before the president and give those presentations? Sure. It was uh, like, uh, it's really uh, tough, emotional because you have to um, talk like, I don't know, you when you're giving a speech to the president, it's, it's really hard. You have to be sober and you have to uh, don't uh, forget your what you want to say <laughs> because there was lots of people watching you. That, that, that's a neat opportunity. It sounds like you did a good job. Um, what is your goal? Do you, how, how do you want to grow this? What, what is your, do you have like what you, an ideal, what you'd like this to turn into? Yeah, sure. Like uh, for right now in Kazakhstan, like we have 171 players or maybe 180. Uh, and uh, in this half a year, we get 75 girls more. And I think the future couple of years, uh, I'm planning to get like 300 girls, 400 girls, maybe more. Like I'm, uh, I'm saying that this is social project because we're doing it for free, like free classes, free open hockey. You can come and try and develop yourself. And uh, I think uh, if we'll have more players involved to this uh, sport, uh, our national team will have reserve, like they will have a chance to get selection and player evaluation and uh, maybe something will change in, uh, in our sport in our country yeah I, I think the key thing you said there is giving it the opportunity for everyone if it's free I think that's something even in North America we struggle with where if people the, it's hockey is viewed kind of as something you have to have money to be able to play and there's you could get lots of players are there ways people can help if they want to help you or help grow it what would you what can they do so uh the government helping me with uh, paying to for ice time and paying for uh, like dryland uh, dream time but the thing is in kazakhstan uh, really really expensive hockey equipment uh, like we have 75 girls but half of them just have just skates and helmets because we right now I don't have that opportunity. My organization don't have that opportunity to get like to get just gear like hockey gear and they can play. Like uh, this year uh, in 2021 in December we uh, uh, we had two teams who was play uh, for in the Kazakhstan Championship. Uh, one team they played in the courtyard league hockey like open hockey and one team played uh, for some uh, tournament like which is for Kazakhstan Republic is good tournament this is like big um, 
how I'd say, big work, like big step. But uh, if we will have uh, gear and uh, equipment for all our player, we will we will be have more team and we can involve to the hockey more girls because this is contact type of sport you cannot play just in skates and helmets <laughs> is there a way are, are you working or is there a way people can help you get that equipment or what's the goal well to do that? this is a way how people can help because uh, uh, for Kazakhstan like hockey is really expensive I know that ice time is really expensive but uh, thanks like my government my country like that they are helping with that but uh, like from may 2021 i'm running and talking about that we need gear and they keep telling me that that they don't have money for like uh, 40 uh, like for mm -hmm. gear for 40 players which is embarrassing like you helping with me like for me with everything but can you give my kids equipment and we can help you more so I don't know. We will see. Yeah, yeah. You don't want the girls to get injured. <laughs> sure, <laughs> sure. Do they know your story? Do they, are they inspired by you that you went and played in North America and you play in the national team? Do they like playing with you? Uh, my girls, yeah. Like uh, some of them who are uh, older, they know about me and uh, they follow me. Uh, but the younger girl, I think they don't know. They just uh, like uh, to play hockey. And uh, also, like, my my work, what I changed uh, in, um, in academy, like, when I started create academy, uh, I had, uh, like, girls, coaches, which is, like, for Kazakhstan, unusual. Oi, unusual, <laughs> which is for Kazakhstan, like how it's say, there's play hockey only boys and the coaches only men's males. And when I started to run it, I said, no, this is for female. And I have to involve here female coaches because the girls can talk more with women's coaches. I, I know that I understand it when I was coach in US. So Mm, that's why and the second thing is uh for our for us priority this is a kid first go and kid and then go and sport uh we don't want to like give them lots of ice practice and one day he was say like i'm tired i don't want to play anymore that's why we're talking with kids and we mm, how to asking how they feel like uh, mental health this is a priority and I think if kids will happy to play happy to go to the practice then we will have uh, like lots of uh, feedback and we will grow in the game yeah I think that's very important to have the, the for all of us the mental health aspect I'm curious as you've grown this you mentioned earlier like at first people kind of have said like no it's just for the men it's just for boys and stuff like that when people have told you or you sort of kind of laughed at you that you're doing this at times like 
how do you keep going through that? How do you not let that affect your mental health? Well, uh, it was hard. Uh, sometimes I was cry. Uh, sometimes I was mad. Uh, but uh, I'm from small town. Like I'm from small village, and I went to uh, U.S. and I got to drafted with Boston Blades. I got offer from Buffalo Beauty and from Metropolitan Riveters. I did it already, and I said that I will not give up on this way. Like, uh, because when I said, I want to play in the U.S., this, like, people was react same. So, and right now, there is nothing new. But it, it was still little hurt me. But I am um, thankful to people who are with me always and helping me uh, don't give up mentally. And right now, looking back, I'm proud of myself and of everything what we've done. You should be. You're doing a good, good thing. It's getting noticed all around the world. That's good, too. You mentioned going to the U.S. What was that challenge like for you? Because I think, obviously, we know players come here, the men's leagues and the women's leagues, but, you know, that has to be hard to come, and I'm sure it was a difficult process for you, too, to go all the way around the world. Yeah, uh, thanks for asking, because this is uh, one of the big steps what I've done in my life. Uh, so first of all, I was really want play somewhere like somewhere uh, in Europe or in Canada or in the US. And um, in 2017, I get drafted with Boston Blades team. I was like surprised and I, I was crazy. Like it was crazy. I didn't believe that I did it. Like they drafted me, girl from Kazakhstan. And uh, I did portfolio, I did uh, like lots of video and I said them and I said that I want to play. Uh, I have passion to play, but uh, I had uh, issues with uh, visa to the US. Like they denied my visa for time. And I was so much upset that uh, they like, I already have team who where I can play. I already have skills, I have energy. And I want to play, but I cannot uh, go and play because of the little paper in my passport. I was really upset. And the social media and internet, this is really, really big uh, help for me. Uh, and I posted about it somewhere in Twitter or in Facebook. And the, it was spread, spread all over of countries. And that's how the general manager of Calgary Inferno team, she find out me in Twitter and said like, hey, you can try and you can come to Canada if you cannot go to US. And uh, this is, was first step. The second step was <laughs> I make a visa for Canada, but uh, it was so much expensive, like tickets was cost 2000 bucks. And uh, uh, my mom, I remember that she was so much support me, so much belief at me. She went to the bank. Uh, she put my, uh, she put our apartment uh, and take a credit, like 6,000 bucks. I don't remember. And she gave me money and said, this is for your dream. And this was like unreal moment. I remember and I will never forget it. And after that only, I fly to Canada and I started my way like 
play in Canada. After that, I went to the Minnesota. After that, I went to the like New Jersey and made the team. We see the struggle, but that's a really nice gift that your mom did. How has your mom supported you? How has your mom been there for you? What does she mean to you? Well, uh, uh, I can tell you like that. Like uh, from my childhood, uh, my big support was my grandmother because I don't remember my mom. Like uh, I met her with I uh, when I was in the fifth grade, like when I was ten or eleven, and uh, after that, uh, my mom started be for me like a hero. He did everything to uh, grow us and uh, help us and uh, how to say that we are who we are right now and uh, i'm really thankful for her that she just put our like apartment it was just one and we did don't have anything else like if i will turn back and uh, go to kazakhstan we will not have nothing like and that's why when i went to Canada and then I went to US I said myself that I don't have choice go back you know I don't have choice uh, give up because my mother she's that much believe in me and um, I have to do everything and I have to make everything done uh, this is so much inspiring me and uh, I know that my mom when she was want to went somewhere uh, just my family said no like she didn't make her dream and uh, that's why I think she helped helped me uh, make my dream that's a great story you mentioned a couple times that like your goal is that these girls and getting more people involved and that they'll eventually get up and help the national team you've gotten to play for the national team a number of times over the years now what does that mean to you to represent your country well, this is a big honor to play in the national team uh, and uh, go to somewhere and show how we play. But I think we have to develop. We have to uh, help younger generation to get to refresh our national team because we had times uh, in 1998 or 99 when our team was played in the Olympic Games uh, when they played in the top division it was a good time and we have to get it back and I think we are on our way to make it back that's good we'd like to see you there we'd like to see you at the next Olympics <laughs> well thank you but I think I will be coach <laughs> because uh, I think uh, I'm I will finish my professional career soon uh, because there's like this is lots of this is taking lots of energy and lots of time to create that big organization and also my goal for academy is get connected with uh, different academy like in Canada in Finland in Europe in US I want to connect and get uh, my girls opportunity to experience exchange fly somewhere and uh, help uh, grow and also like invite uh, players from different countries or coaches from di different countries to Kazakhstan for 
some events like tournaments, championships. This is, will be great. That, that all sounds great. And yeah, you're right. You can coach. You can coach a lot of Olympics. You can do that for a number of years and don't make a difference. Hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully. Well, thanks so much for joining me today. I really appreciate your time. Yeah, thank you for your uh, attention. And, you know, uh, thank you for your support because I think people have to know it. And I'm thankful people like you who are... Uh, taking their time and uh, texting, posting, and uh, helping people to know about some stories. This is a great job. Thank you. Thanks again to Booble for coming on. If you enjoyed the conversation, check out other episodes in the archives. Please subscribe to Inside the Barn wherever you found this podcast. You can connect with me at Twitter, at Sam Ober. Thanks for listening.